0: It's Abilis Daily from the Spectrum Healthcare Partner Studios across the MBR radio network. There he is, the man, the myth, the legend for com, and the Loose Wheels podcast, Travis Barrett, joining us today on a Wednesday instead of a Tuesday. Good morning.
1: Uh, good morning.
0: Yes. That was great. <laughs> I
1: today I'm going to make this as difficult for you as possible. Oh, that's good. Be- Gonna be one of those awful interviews that just gives like three word answers.
0: You're gonna do oh, so you're gonna do the uh, the Reader's Digest condensed version on things.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm going with the uh, what it's like to interview high school freshmen who've never been interviewed before oh. method today.
0: That's the that's usually the best. That's usually uh, yeah, the best. Yeah, usually. So, on- uh,
1: do you remember Red Fisher? He was the uh, Montreal that guy that covered the Montreal comedians for decades in the Hockey Hall of Fame. He had a rule that he would never, ever, ever talk to rookies. And so even when Patrick Rua was a rookie in Montreal and setting all his records and taking them deep into the playoffs, never talked to him. He talked to him like once and walked away in the middle of the interview. He was like, this is why I don't talk to rookies."
0: <laughs> man. Oh, man. That's, you know, that's a good point, though. You know what I mean? That's Yeah. I, and uh, I got to tell you, I, I talked to a bunch of seniors yesterday over at the Lobster Bowl, and uh yeah, they were good. They were really good.
1: Yeah. An interesting I don't know I, it's always one of the things about this job that uh, I think people don't understand I, I, we, I've had people say before why, why do you always talk to the same kids why don't you talk to my kid why to like not every not every athlete can have a conversation with an adult and not every athlete regardless of how old they are can offer any kind of insight and I'm I'm at the point in my life I'm so far beyond the we wanted it more than they did it was a big win close that I just I don't I don't have time for that I don't I go to the kids that I think can give me
0: something that I didn't see or didn't know. Yes, and that's exactly because you know what, when you're doing a pro game, isn't that what we do? Isn't that why? Isn't that why yeah. certain guys are like you know like uh, I'll give Mike Napoli for example mm-hmm. or Kevin Mullar. That's why these guys all get in the media afterwards as well because you know they they're trying to do the media appreciates it because those people are trying to give them the ability to do their job.
1: I remember um, when I was—I mean, I'm getting old now, right? But so this is quite a while ago. I remember when Brian Ralston played for the Bruins, and uh, and he was, you know, second line center at the time. He played a lot of minutes, for them. but but that was a team that had, you know, Joe Thornton and Bill Guerin, and um, you know, it wasn't—he wasn't exactly, you know, one of their three or four real, you know, standout superstar players. But he was always available, which is fine. But more importantly, he was always well-spoken and interesting. Like Knoebel was the same way. Like another guy that just kind sort of like, man, he gets a lot of ink. But those kind of guys that that can offer insight, I don't want to say they're rare, but they're definitely treasured. Yes. <laughs> they definitely can pull it together for you.
2: Well, and they always give you a good perspective, too.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: They're
1: exactly. F- and I think even as you get... For me, I know over the years, as you get comfortable with high school sports and kind of the rhythm of it, um, I really look forward to those kids that can, you know, to to localize uh, The kids that can can talk about a soccer game without being like, well, you know, we scored more goals than they did, so we won. You know, who can talk to you in complete sentences about (laughs) what they're trying to do, how they're trying to approach the game, what makes whatever segment of you know their philosophy work. I, I I don't know. I always there aren't a lot of those kids. You know, for obvious reasons, it's not an easy it's not an easy role for kids. But when you find them, man, they're just they're gems. And and you have such a short shelf life with them because for most of them, it's they play. You know, junior and senior years as significant contributors, and then they're gone. So I, I mean, you got to eat it up on it there.
2: Well, we saw some great example of kids being able to talk, not talk about me, 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 but talk mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. The lobster bowl and the experience—it it, was—it was a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do again. I, I think it is. I've said this before. Fifteen years ago, Travis would not have, never would have thought that he would enjoy covering high school sports. But you know, I've gotten—I've gotten more mature, and I've got. <laughs> uh, I—I I do like. It. I think we talked about it. before. I, I do, I do like it. I do enjoy it, I, and I really look—you you look forward to the
0: to finding good kids. So. Um, Anyway. That's a good point. You know, and a lot I of times
1: All-Star game hats last night. Oh, is that now what you want to talk
0: well, about. Oh, you know what? I actually do want to talk about that, but I want to talk about it in a totally different format than anybody else, okay? Good. And I, I really need to know this, okay? This All is right. a this is a serious serious thing.
2: Okay.
0: Who won last night?
1: Uh, the, the American League last night. What was the
0: final score? 8-6. Eight, 8-6. Six. Eight, six. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay. I watched none of that game last night. Wow! I'm okay. surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised. I I watched none of the home run derby. I watched yeah, none yeah, of that okay. game last night. I I okay. just it's not there's of no there's nothing there that I'm going to have to talk about. The only thing I'm going to have to talk about today that I have to talk about, yeah. is probably the Brewers dude not deleting his tweets from 2011. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every pro athlete, every amateur athlete, I don't care. There's these there's these things. It's called um one of them's called tweet delete. Just uh-huh. go in. Put in your Twitter. Tell them you want to delete everything, and they will wipe it out for you. And then you're done. Over. And I would honestly, when, in these pro sports leagues, when these guys all make it, I, that's what I would do. That's what I would start That'd doing. Be the first thing you do. Yeah. I would be like, okay, does everybody have all their Twitters? Okay, does everybody have the favorite ones that they want to keep screenshotted? Okay, okay, great. All right, everybody hit the delete button because it's all gone right so now. On. Yeah. It is
1: interesting, I'm, but I'm surprised that you. I'm really surprised that you have no. Like I have zero interest in the home runners. None. Don't care. Could have told you who was going to win. You know, a week ago. But the All Star Game for I don't understand. Maybe I'm getting old. Right? We talk about it all the time. Maybe it's Like that just takes me back to being a kid. I still always like the Major League All Star Game, and of course, I think now having a film that knows who all those guys are and who watches it, maybe that makes it. Maybe that makes the the viewing experience more enjoyable for me. Because if it was listening to Joe Buck all night, I probably would turn it off in the first inning.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's not... So, you know, I normally watch it. I I, I used to, but I I stopped. It's not because they stopped making it mean something. It's because as soon as they did interleague play, like, what the hell's the point? Yeah, fair enough, fair enough done i don't need to waste my time watching an interleague matchup like it's yeah. great i'll see i'm gonna see everything i need to see on social media i saw every single home run yeah. last night true true every single home run was seen
1: I'm surprised MLB didn't block all of those.
0: well i mean it took them a few minutes but you know well, boy. you saw them all yeah nothing yeah. crazy happened it was eight to six it was a good time Manny yeah. machado got traded yeah. there's your there's your all-star week right
1: Talk about an awkward moment, though. I don't know if you picked up on this. So, Ken Rosenthal, who we're supposed to widely accept as this true baseball insider, right? Right. He is interviewing Manny Machado in the dugout during the game. Asks him what he knows, what the plan is, and Machado gives him the, I'm just worried about the off day tomorrow. I'm having a good time tonight. No answer. He never once mentions anything about what team... um, Rosenthal, I mean, has never mentions what team he's
3: heard or he's being
1: told. The interview ends, I go on Twitter, thirty nine seconds after the interview ended, Rosenthal reports that Machado there's been a trade agreement to the Dodgers for Machado and they're working out the details. And I'm thinking,
3: Wow,
1: how do you go how can you be two people? How can you be on TV being Joe Sideline reporter who doesn't doesn't ask any hard questions? Then I go on Twitter, and the very same guy, as soon as he clicks the microphone off, is on his phone. Presumably, he had it written before the interview was even, oh, yeah, had started. Oh, he had
0: that on draft,
2: waiting to hit send.
1: Yeah, that's awful. That's so awful to me.
2: Well, I think Ah. ESPN did the same thing to uh, who's the guy that does the uh, basketball reporting. He, He kept saying, well, we don't know where LeBron's going. And then we found out afterwards he already knew.
1: He yeah, already knew, but he
2: wouldn't say it on TV.
1: Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like it. if you're a reporter, nope. then you, you get the info out. That's what you do. I'm sorry, I had to rant there a little.
0: Okay, bit. Okay, good. I'm glad because like it's it. true.
1: Went off the rails. We're with you. We it's feel it.
0: Hundred. It's hundred and ten percent true here. Like I couldn't. I couldn't agree with more. Now Leroy, one of our one of our listeners said, "Who's coming up? That's going to be worth the 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 first uh, the NBA the picks next year." I don't know, you know, I, I don't know all these players because some of them are 18 know. and they're on the prep scene, but, you know. That's going
2: to be impossible in the future, by the way. Yeah,
0: I mean, after 2021, yeah, that's going to be a disaster. It's going to be a total disaster to figure <laughs> that all out. I can't even imagine. Are you, uh, are, have you gotten excited about the Red Sox yet, Travis? Yeah, I'm a excited about the Red Sox. Okay. I watched a, I watched a lot of them last week, um, for
1: whatever reason, I, I think... You know, again, I know you know, but I think, like, during the spring, I, like, you know, everything is so crazy, and late nights in the office, and, you know, you follow it, and you listen to it on the radio, and you've got to go on when you're, you know, sitting at your desk, but I the last week and a half or so, I've watched a lot of games. It's just, you know, kicking back with dinner and a beer and watching games, and, um, yeah, I kind of am, which makes me nervous, because I know that means it's all going to come, you know, crashing out from under me. Whenever so, I start to believe, is when it happens. That's the old Red Sox fan in me. Um, but yes, that's the short answer. Is yes.
0: This is great news.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're really good. <laughs> I don't
1: know if you heard.
2: Who are the Red Sox going after? Ah,
1: uh, Well, I think they've got. Don't they? We're worried about their starting pitching now, aren't we? Right. Like they've got some injury that. You know, you got to be worried about. And it looks like Rodriguez is going to be on the shelf for the better part of. You know, he's going to be on the shelf for a while. It's I think he's done. Pretty nasty, nasty ankle sprain. So, I think there's only after pitching. I, I think you, I think you are. More than anything else, right? I I don't know where else you would. It's up here, so that's kind of the added bat they needed. Um, hit less in the end of pitching. I, I think it's for them if they can get a starter. Um, and and. You know, they're kind of in an awkward spot with Thornburg because he's back, but he's not really back, and I think they're looking at it going, can Kelly and Thornburg get it together to be our guys, or do we need to go find one of those guys? And I'm, you know, I'm always leery of trading for the big bullpen arm at the deadline. I mean, we, you know, you've got Kimbrel, so you've already got a closer, and I saw – um You know, is it familiar with the Mets? And they're like, you know, he'd be a good fit. You're going to have to move him to the eighth inning. And I'm like, here we go, Eric all over again. Like, that just doesn't – it's not always that simple. So, I think it's got to be pitching, but I don't think it's going to be a big splash for the Red Sox. I think if they're hoping for a big splash, they're not going to get it. But I don't think you need it. You you know, regardless of what the league is like, you've got a team on pace to win 112 games, like – you know, I know we all want to have the uh, the video game lineup, but realistically, that's not the case. So I, I think you're going to see little tweaks, probably pitching staff, but I don't think you're going to see any big splash here.
0: Talking with Travis Barrett from centralmaine.com. By the way, I'm glad to help you. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead.
2: No, I was going to say a lot of chatter coming in this morning about is this a, a truly historic Red Sox team or is it a. A uh, result of how poor the American League is, and there's so many games that just throw the Red Sox hat out on they're the field, and you're going to win. Sh- they're, what is their
0: record right now against Baltimore so far this season? Like they've lost one game? Like, Yeah.
1: But, can I, let me just. Uh, which I is what they're that
0: supposed that. to be doing. Yeah. You have to give them credit for okay.
1: that. That's what I was going to say. Because we can all go back and look at every year where we thought they had a really good team and lost three out of four. Okay. Tampa, you know, on the road in August, or, you know, whatever. Pick any bad team at the time, and you thought, oh, the Red Sox are really rolling, and they've got a 10-game road trip, and they went 4-6 and six against teams that aren't going to make, but they're not doing that, and you got to give them credit, you know, like, they got their brains beating a little, bit in the, a little bit in New York, and then they go out
3: and win 12 out of 13,
1: or whatever. I mean, so you got to give them credit. They're winning those games, and they're getting behind in games, and winning, I, I don't... I, 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 I hate doing that, like,
2: they're really good.
1: They're in first place. Uh, they still have a bunch of games ahead. Is that a thing in baseball? they do not have the Hawks' turn. But, you know, the Yankees still have some more games to play. and I, I, You know, look, they're winning games. That's all you can do, right? Like, at the end of the day, to be good enough to get you in the playoffs. That's what you want. So who cares what the rest of the league
2: is?
0: See? I no, I agree.
2: I, I, That was just a uh, jumping-in yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think I you have think to take it one. You play who they tell you to play, and you try to win. That's about it. I'm going to no, be interested all. to see if they can keep this pace up in the second half
0: because as bad as these teams are, one, there, there's something that happens in the second half.
2: Sure.
0: We all we all seem to forget. We're going to bring up 78 for sure. No, I'm going to bring oh. up 2010. Wow. 2000, no, was it 2010? No, 2011. 2011. Oh, yeah. Okay. Those Baltimore Orioles had nothing to play for. Yeah. Right. Remember? Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of these guys that, um, that the, the, oh, well, they're, they're just going to have nothing left to play for. But that wasn't a, a very
2: likable Red Sox team
0: either. It so. wasn't, but they had a lot of talent. Had a lot of talent. Okay. Yeah, and it was probably yeah. a lot more talent than Baltimore at that point. Oh, God, yes. What I am saying is sometimes teams go through funks. Mm-hmm. And there sure haven't have. been a lot of funks so far for the Red Sox. There's been some stretches where you're like, ugh. Yep. But yep. you're going to have a three-game losing streak at some point or a four-game losing streak Absolutely. at some point in the next couple of weeks. You're going to be playing some good teams here in the next couple of months. Yep. Yep. And sure. We're going to Cleveland where up? they're stealing the signs. You're going to Cleveland where they're stealing signs. And I'm telling you, if Chris Sale pitches in Cleveland, he's going to get rocked. And you are all going to be as mad about it as you've ever been about anything. Maddie believes mad they're stealing signs. Well, not not you, Travis. Oh, not you right yeah. yeah. You you and I get God. mad about the things that people should get mad about. Okay, yeah. that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I noticed last week. Um, did you did you hear about this? By the way, <laughs> Yankees are in Cleveland. Yeah. Louis Severino's on the mound. Uh-huh. You know, ninety-eight to a hundred miles an hour. You know, ho hum. Little Pedro. Yeah.
1: Who doesn't throw
2: that hard? I know yeah. now. <laughs> Oh, right.
0: right, there's point, yeah. There's a point. Yeah. So <laughs> Ding ding ding. <laughs> Severino didn't induce a swing and a miss in that game until the fourth inning. Um I know Cleveland's good, but you mean yeah, to are. tell me there's not gonna be one swing and a miss? Not not one, <laughs> not a not a single one, and it's not like he was injured and there was five miles an hour slower or right, something. Right,
2: right. Were they using the Apple Watches to uh, to steal those signs, wow. or what were they using? Well, that's a good so question. Have,
1: so you're a guy that hates sign stealing,
3: is what I'm getting.
0: I hate that with a passion for for baseball because wow. it's like I I just think it's DB ish. You know what I mean. I also hate the people. Oh, I, I hate the people that put resin on their hats and and yep, sunscreen yep. on their arms. I mean, Clay Buckholz with the friggin' bullfrog that nobody ever talked about. But boy, when when Michael Pineda, who was as dumb as a box of Sandcastles. Yeah. I don't know how you'd get a box of sandcastles in yeah, there, but it was sure of that. But that was not, I'm not sure not where you're going with that. <laughs> Moron puts some pine tar on his neck, and we go off on of this big tangent about how you can't do that. I'm like everybody. Clay can Buckles see goes to his arm every time he throws a curveball. He's like, right. but
2: did it help him? It helped him enough, didn't it? And then yeah, he, he would was, get hurt.
0: did he get hurt. Yeah. My guess is he
2: would do it and then not do it. He slipped on some of that bullfrog, right? He got her, is that all mm-hmm. he got her? Yeah, okay. that must have been what it was.
1: Yeah, okay, so you know what? So, this is what kills me about the sign argument, right? Because I, I totally agree with you. It's very devious, right? But there's a lot of those things in baseball that kind of are, you know? Like, it's, it's just, it's kind of the way the game is, and I'm okay with that. But in today's age, where we can literally watch every pitch and we can watch every sign. Um, of course they're watching it, right? Like it's every the technology. It's everywhere. Like I laugh about the Apple Watch thing because I'm like, you're telling me that that's somehow, like the fact that every pitch is is here and there's a tracker and just, it's like, oh my word! Like, come on, stop it! I don't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me at all. I, I probably should be sensitive about it, but I'm not. Like I, you know, whatever. If you figure out how to steal signs, do it. Change You know, it's on you. Change it. Yeah,
3: that's how I feel about
0: it. Yeah, I agree. Well, and. Al Leiter made a good point in that game because Al Leiter's like, you know, when I pitch for the Blue Jays, Roger Clemens would always say that, you know, and other people would always say, going to Cleveland, you're going to do your signs, Mm -hmm. and they would go in and they would change their signs before the game, and guess what? They had a really good, you know. Sure. Sure. So I just think like I I do find it funny when uh,
3: I'm not
1: necessarily helping you in, but when teams complain about that stuff, right, doing signs, and it's like, well, you know, there's a simple fix to that, you know. Get together in the runway, you know, during the, after the second inning, and be like, all right, let's change it up here. <laughs> sure. It's not, you know, rocket science.
2: How difficult instead is of, this?
1: Instead <laughs> of four hours later in the media complaining about sign stealing, like, here's a thought, fix it, change it. It's not, are, are we going to believe that Major League Baseball teams only have one set of signs they use all year on the base path, pitchers and catchers? You know, come on now. Mix it up. Mix it up. You're getting paid.
2: I know. I told Maddie the story. uh, I was Bob Kelly's assistant uh, coach at Bangor. And the very first game, he he did it on purpose. But he's standing there flashing all kinds of stuff. And I kept thinking, wow, I can't. The kids are getting it. I can't. I I think I know how to look at signs. And so finally, I come in between innings. I say, Cal, I can't. I don't get the signs. And the whole bench started laughing. I'm thinking, what the hell are they laughing about? (laughs) No, the guy on the end of the bench was giving the signs, one of the kids. <laughs> Kelly was just flashing stuff. He'd say, give him the bunt. And then he'd go through all this stuff, and I'm thinking, I can't pick it up. Oh, <laughs> ah, jeez. Oh, yeah. Leave it to Kelly. <laughs> but it is, I, I think that kind of gamesmanship, I don't know. I, I'm always sort of
1: enjoying that about baseball. It doesn't really, I don't know. I mean, you gotta have something to use you when it's 162 games and it's uh, 12 to one. You gotta listen to Dave O'Brien bring up another stat about how great the team is. Like, Is that
0: before or after he just he rips the Yankees because he's got some sort oh. of hatred towards them? Like when him and Joe Castiglione talk about the Yankees, they talk about them like they have the plague. Or like how Democrats talk about Trump. <laughs> I think leopard is the It's this lepers, leper it? communities. Just, yeah, yeah, like yeah. it is. Yeah. It's unlike. There's this level of disgust in there, and yeah. it wasn't me who noticed. It. it was somebody who's not even. It was. It was uh, a friend of mine who was listening to me listen to the. We were listening to the Red Sox while we were doing something. Like wow, they really hate the Yankees, don't they? Like listen to that tone. Like this, well, think, like, the tone of, the of is, contempt. You know? You know? I
3: you know? You know. To me, it's such a, like a wonderful
1: grandfather kind of way. Like that I, I he is totally yes. Yeah. But, but I you know, with him it's just not unbear like every little guy in both, to me is unbearable. Like here's what I was wondering the other day. Here we go, we're going off on a tangent. In today's age the town and the baseball broadcast should be entertainment, and that's why we don't want Don our soul, because he's too local yokel hope- how come nobody's gone to? Maybe well more than I think. A lot of right? Maybe it's the network. You don't know, have to tell me, but something that no has thought. Why don't we have three different play-by-play guys for the entire year and just rotate them around? So then, when you absolutely hate a guy, you know that in four days you're with somebody new and it's not the end of the world. Like I, I don't want to watch the games on nothing. I'm getting to that point where just, I just can't stand Dave O'Brien reading stat sheets at me. Yeah, you know, the Red Cross wins the league and runs scored in the fourth inning on a game that starts before 7 p.m. on a Tuesday night. But, <laughs> so, and, and then what you to follow is it, it tells you what kind of an historic run they're on. No, it doesn't. You really know scrape the bottom of the barrel for a stack and, and you made a figure out. Like, come on. Thank- no, I'm done. We you know they're good. I can see the standing. I see how many wins they have. I see how many home runs he has. Had. I see how many hits the Mookie has. I know they're good.
0: But what about Nana, who knits all the socks and gives them to the, gives them to the homeless because she listens to every game, right? Oh, honestly, yeah. I mean, he's, he's going to that fan. But you know what it is, honestly? You know what it is? And you know what makes me laugh about it is? is, it, it, It's kind of the, the dumbing down of it. But if you listen to the radio broadcast as well, it's yeah. the same thing. So what they've done is they wanted Don Orsillo out. Yeah, By the a, a, and in San Diego. By the way, did, did you see the thing I tweeted a couple uh, last week about how uh, some media writer in San Diego asked if Don Orsillo and Mark Grant are actually good for Padres games or if they have quote too much fun end quote.
1: Oh God, I did not.
0: Because did as you not. know, the hotbed of baseball that is San Diego, with yeah. the yeah. long yeah. storied history yeah. of uniforms that are actually the color of feces. Yeah, McDonald's. and are celebrated for that.
2: McDonald's, yeah, the old school McDonald's, yeah, the sure.
0: old old, yeah. I just can't. This is what you. This is what you have to about. You have a, a general manager that hides injuries from other teams on players that he's trading, but you're concerned about whether Don Orsillo is having a good time. To me, that is a snapshot of what is wrong with America right now.
1: Yeah, now great.
2: I do have a jo- no, go
1: ahead.
2: I was going to say I have a jaundiced view of. Complaining about Red Sox announcers, even though sometimes they're not very good, you you have listened the Yankee games, correct?
0: But they do what they're supposed to do. Well, like I know, but
2: they're still terrible. What's terrible about them? Everything. What?
0: Everything. Okay, this is this is you're not being specific here. Like no. what, what? Who needs to be specific? Susan Waldman <laughs> used to be a beat reporter. Like she's got an obnoxious voice, but you know what? She knows her stuff. Oh, she's absolutely. in the locker room. She's in there. She talks about stuff that she talks with the players. No, no, it's the
2: saying, the Yankees win. That's
0: that's what he does at the end of each game. He's 80 years old. Let the guy just do his thing. (laughs) Did you see what he did with Neil Walker the other night? He didn't even have one for Neil Walker. What? He totally is like, I didn't even have one. Yeah.
1: I could uh, I could do without
3: Susan Waldman crying on the broadcast.
1: Which I think if uh, Jerry Remy got so emotional about a big moment,
0: I think she's a Yankee. Stadium well, yeah, the Joe. Jo- yeah, flag. I thought the Joe Torre thing was probably a little much. Okay, but other than that, like when they talk yeah. about the Red Sox, they talk about them with like praise and like, oh, they're a real tough team, and they like I never once hear them no, say
3: that cute little like
1: <laughs> look at them they think they're having a good year no
0: not at all it's well, constant well. it's a constant fear and it's been like that since 2004 I'm telling you it's been different since things that's changed true. in 2004 that's Yankees true. fans most of the ones that I know the smart ones have become more humble Wait. Wait. and they're way what? more aware of the Red Sox now
1: you sound like that's like uh, Cole Patriots fans uh, television football fans. <laughs> they, you know, okay, not, the
0: they Patriots that. fans that watched the Patriots before they became the Patriots. The Patriots. Okay, they yeah. to me still tops because they still know oh, what's going baby,
3: on. I have your
0: son. But the people that joined in 2001 after they all liked um, the Eagles, the Broncos, the <laughs> the amazing. Chiefs, the Steelers, the Cowboys. And the 49ers and and the through high school. Most of the people that like the Giants through high school stayed with the Giants. Truth I'm the only... Not I'm, all of I'm us. literally still the only kid from high school that liked the 49ers that still likes the 49ers. And I like the Patriots back then, too. I mean, I've, I've stayed through it the whole way. And and we'll it's like... You, we'll send you a prize. I really... I should get one. Because, yeah, you, you know...
2: Remember, we didn't have any choice but to be Giants fans. That was the only no, team... No, that's what you had. And that's
0: no. fine. And I think you should carry that. You know what I mean? You. Darrell Rivas retiring, by the way. That's big. So he that's them, uh, He didn't before? Really no, he, uh, well, I think he actually retired after he won the yeah, Super I Bowl. Think, I think he went right out
2: then. <laughs> but so that's it for me. He no still more, managed to drop no paychecks sweating. for a couple more I'm years. I'm not sweating anymore. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yep.
0: That was that oh. was one of the best Patriots moves ever for a Patriots wasn't team it? that never that uh, I mean I mean he was
2: him and Browner before Browner got arrested you know it's good good stuff
0: yeah well Browner wasn't that great I
2: still notice when that they replaced they him that with every Butler, time they won. former Patriot yeah he played for us what for a cup as of as soon as someone
0: plays for the Patriots yeah. if they do anything anything if, if they fart in front of the Queen they're gonna be like former New and Patriot blah 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 actually yeah it's that's just what happens that's how it goes you know what Are I mean Are
1: we still talking about Don Artillo.
0: <laughs> yeah, we lost that. We're gone. Got, but yeah, I, I miss someone. Don.
3: I, I got lost there.
0: I missed Don. Lost. I miss him. I miss him quite a bit. And yeah. I'm glad that I have the MOB TV. And package, they did have fun. And I'm glad San Diego plays on the West Coast so I can go to those games. San Diego is my go-to. Since Vin Scully has retired, San Diego is the go-to for the game after broadcast. Like oh. I've got that major league baseball TV ranking. It's usually I'll watch the Yankees <laughs> first, then I'll go to the Mets because the Mets have really good broadcasters. They got really good broadcast. They do actually.
2: They always have.
0: And um, who do they, Who is it? Uh, 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 Gary Cone, Keith Hernandez, yeah. Ron Darling, and Ron yeah. Darling's one of the nicest guys oh, you would yeah. ever want to meet. Yeah, too. that is a good group. Um, and I don't say that like people thought Josh Hader was a, or this Hader guy was a great guy, yeah, and well. because he was down to earth and humble. Like I say that because. He's a good dude. You that know. Uh, turned out to be a fallacy. That that didn't that didn't work out well. I don't know if it turned out to be a fallacy, but he was 17 and an idiot. And that's There's true. a lot of things you say when you're 17 and an idiot that you yeah. know. Yeah. If, if social I'd media had not. been around when I was a kid, it's I'd like rather oh not really? Live those, thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. So things things change. Time changes. That's how that that's how that goes. Travis Barrett from CentralMain. dot com joins us every week. We never really know what we're going to talk about because we go off on tangents, and then we go back later and say, "Wow, we really should have talked about something else." But that's okay. You uh, you at the lobster bowl this weekend at all? Am I looking for no. you? No, nope. no, 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 nope. no. Was Cassett Raceway maybe? Uh, no, nope. no, no, none of that
2: either. Not even red seats. Nothing.
1: I'm, I'm, no, I'm actually off this weekend, and uh, I'm heading to Boston to cross out one of my
2: uh, bucket list items
1: you am know, gonna see the
0: Foo Fighters live. Oh, so. sweet! That's good. Yeah. That'll that's be good. Yeah, it will be nice. Fun. I'm gonna want a full concert review. Yeah, uh, next Tuesday. Pictures, uh, video, right. video. Yes.
3: Video.
0: Oh yeah! Make sure you should know. download Snapchat and just do the whole concert on Snapchat because that's what everybody does. You know what I mean? It's oh, that or their Instagram great. Live story. They just, they just, they just put the concert on there, so you don't actually even have to buy tickets anymore.
1: Oh, that's great. So I don't have to worry about traffic or anything.
0: Nothing. You can just watch oh, it from great. right there. All right, man. That's I'll talk awesome. to you next week. Have a good weekend. Right. Take care. Thanks,
3: guys. See
0: ya. Thank you. That's Travis Barrett from centralmaine.com. We're late for a break. We'll be back. You're listening to the B List.